Oh, baby. I think we're live. Oh, wait, I should probably actually, because I usually have the Facebook up as well, uh, but I just have one monitor unless I hook it up to the screen behind me <laughs> over the pool. And then everyone can see it. Uh, I'll agree with that. In the mirror. I know. The reflection. Hey, Circa, listen, I know I'm just a little nobody here, but uh, do you want me to, can I stream my, can I stream my podcast over your 150 foot, uh, you know, sports book TV over the pools that my whole side of the hotel sees? Yeah, I got to see it. I got to say that the picture that you said, I've, I'm not into sports betting. I'm not right. been to Vegas when I was like 18 years old when i was on tour there yeah um and i thought this place is this place seems insane first of all like you can't go you can't go anywhere if you're 18 right because everything is like 21 plus so you can't walk into this hotel yeah so i was like there's really yeah i knew there really wasn't much for us in vegas when (laughs) when you're 18 years old but yeah this picture with this massive tv and like all these different pools and i'm like this looks like uh this looks insane (laughs) it is it is absolutely amazing here um no and so that's so we came here we're at the circa in vegas and we came here because i saw it was going to be an amazing like adults only place where you literally you have to be 21 plus to come in. You don't have to, there's no kids running around because who wants those little things? Um, like interrupting your gambling. Yeah. Um, it's just not the place oh, to bring a child. Not at all. So yeah, it's awesome. This is, I'm having a fucking blast. Uh, hit a couple of bets early this morning, Amanda at breakfast. I gave her, I gave her the, 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 the betting sheet for the day for college basketball. I said, here, Pick any of these one o'clock games or 10 o'clock our time. She picked Appalachian State to beat Akron straight money line. And we were in the pool just watching it go and fucking bitch. Yeah. See, I I think I could come in like I don't watch many sports. I don't bet on sports. So like I'm just like it would be interesting for me to just like show up and then just like do it completely randomly. Just like look at I, I think I'd have fun for maybe one weekend. Well, and that's and that's what this is. It's it's a we're here. We got in last night. Well, so we're st- we usually stay on the strip. We we love the Cosmopolitan. We'll, we love being over there. But we're like we like we like Fremont Street. We like being downtown because it's a little different experience. So we came here and we got in at I don't know eight thirty. We got here. We threw our bags in the room and walked out to Fremont Street. Um, I don't know. Actually, do you want to join at this point, Amanda? Yeah. All right, Amanda's going to come join for me because this is, she actually wanted to, here, put that in the right ear. I'll put this in the left. You want to take a seat? Yeah. Here. Hello, hello. Hi, Amanda. This Hi, is our. Dustin, happy belated birthday. This is oh, our thank you. A, thank executive you producer finally making it. Yeah, the, the voice behind the scenes <laughs> is uh, coming on. <laughs> so you well, wanted to join us. Why? Because I want to talk about the celebrity in the room, <laughs> and that is Jay Grove. <laughs> So last night we're out on Fremont street and, you know, out listening to a live band, lots of fun happening. J Rose dancing, shocking, shocking. So someone comes up after the song is over and literally bows down to J Rowe because 
clearly his dance moves are superior someone else comes up and shows the video that he took of (laughs) j-ro to show how superior his dance moves are so I just wanted to come on and talk about the celebrity <laughs> that, you know, no one knows is on the podcast. And that's J-Ro. I've basically <laughs> taken my, my hype man vibe at the softball field and brought it to free. And just you, you bring it to life in general. You are life's hype man. We, we try to be. So I love that. So what, um, why are you guys down there this week? What, uh, like you there, are you there for Thanksgiving for the whole week? We, yeah, we're here until Friday. So back in 2019, we decided that family Thanksgiving is not for us any longer. Jesus. So we, um, in 2019, we came to Vegas. We went to the Grand Canyon. We went to Hoover Dam. And then we flew to actually in New Mexico and went wine tasting in New Mexico. Um, 2020 happened. Obviously, no one went anywhere. So we were at home and now that travel is back open. We're traveling again. And here we are in Las Vegas again. Just one. So yeah, this sounds, this sounds incredible though, to just go away for a weekend and just, or for a holiday nonetheless, because like, so right now, um, yeah, we are hosting a rather small Thanksgiving and there's going to be like an additional people in my house and my house is not built for that many people. Right. So I'm like, this is going to be awful. <laughs> so what you explained right there, like I'm pretty envious. It sounds like it's going to be a blast. Yeah. We're, I think we're going to go to a, a like on Thanksgiving, we're going to go to dinner somewhere. Mm-hmm. We're going to a show like, yeah, whatever. And it's Neil's yeah. playing on Fremont street for free yeah. tomorrow night. Sure. We'll see that. Famous Jero is going to come out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, we, exactly. We, we got a podcast to start, darling. All right, I'm out of here. All right, bye. I mean, you're not I'm going enough. very far. Like, I mean, now she's just going to her sitting area. Um, yeah, it's been. I tell you what, like production. Yeah, she's now. Come on, go she's be, going to the production. Scene. She's going to the production. She's going to her production suite. You're right. Um, no, so it's just been. It's been fun. Like that's kind of been the thing. So, all right, what is it? We got. 7.58, 4.58 my time. I want to get back to Fremont Street, so shall we? Yeah, let's I go. Mean, we'll, we'll still do our normal intro, even though you can hear us. We're good. All right. Episode we're all so thankful for, whether that be you're in Vegas, staring behind a hundred and fifty-six foot television screen, or you're in Dustin's beautiful new recording studio. Uh, right now, I'm starting off with a little electro lit before I move to my monster and my high noons to get ready for the Fremont Street dancing. But it's the DJ show, wiki wiki wiki. Dustin, what you drinking tonight, baby? I'm back. All right, tonight I have an Upper Pass Cloud Drop Dippa. Ooh. Yeah, a little Vermont. Uh, Dippa. Some Vermont brews. Yeah, it's it's just, they carry it down the street. It's like maybe 
I could walk there in 10 minutes mm -hmm. from my house. So it's like probably even less. Uh, they don't have a huge selection, but they have more than, you know, just the regular domestics. Bud Light, so, yeah. Yeah, I get down with that. Their import. <laughs> and then I did go to, um, what was it called? The Packy over on Second Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like those guys. They mm -hmm. put a ton of good beer out or they sell a ton of good beer. Um, I also have the picked up a Lone Pine Holy Donut. I don't know oh, if you've ever been to a holy donut. holy donut. Yes. They do the potato mm -hmm. uh, donuts. And those are just fantastic. You, if you're in Portland, you can literally like, you can go there at breakfast time. And like, there's a line outside waiting to get in, to get these donuts. And it's, it, they start lining up. I mean, I think we went like eight in the morning, like we were up there and we went at eight in the morning and there's already the line. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's, and they yeah. But it's really incredible to get a donut that's like just, just come out of what you know, being fried, I, I suppose, or whatever the hell they do there. Magical. <laughs> oh, yeah, God, the, ma the magic of the magic of donut. Um, remember, remember when when remember when Deepa and Meepa and Tripa all started because of that fucking molester that used to be on this podcast. I don't. I don't remember Nipa. this. Yeah, he, he we were doing the drinks and Hazelfish decided the, he was. Oh, the Nipa. the Nipa. The Nipa. Oh, I'm drinking a Nipa. <laughs> yes, yes, Nipa, Deepa. I didn't know. I didn't know that we got to Tripa, but I think I just made that up. I think it was just chirping, chirping Hazelbeam. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. I don't. I, I the other guys, they're still in the group chat. They're still in the podcast group chat. I feel like it's just you and I talking to each other, though. We've kind of moved yeah. to text, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, we've moved to text <laughs> because we're just like, are they are they coming? What's What are we going to talk about? What are we doing? What are they, you know? I don't know. I feel so maybe. I feel like when, when, when I feel like one of the ladies you bring back to your dorm rooms back in college when you had too much to drink and just like, come on, is this going to happen? <laughs> You just finished already. That's kind of how I feel whenever we sign on on Tuesday nights. <laughs> I'd fuck you. Oh! What? Hello. I'd fuck you. Oh. Hi. Oh. Oh my goodness. I'd fuck you. Did he finally join us? Who, who is this? Hi guys. <gasps> I'm oh, back. <laughs> molesting wow. motherfucker <laughs> i'm super this, thanks for asking did this come this come after uh after work today or has this been uh, an ongoing thing here just grew the mustache this afternoon this afternoon yes yeah. nice. yeah. do you actually go to work with your hair looking like that yeah thin a little loose on the top i do i like that you're leaning right into it though i have to like yeah i mean I don't know what it is. I don't know what to call this look, but I, I respect it. What? <laughs> your hair, your hair does look great. So yeah, the, the hey, hair, Jesus, it's a nice, you know, it, it's they, a nice. They named look. it. The lady at the so New England Barber School is up by my high school, and I chat with this gorgeous mustache and this hair, and they named it. It's the twenty first century gentleman's cut. It's guys that are balding but don't want to let go. 
full on. She's like, we named it here. Those guys disperse, go to barber shops all over the place. It's happening. I was at the forefront. I'm pretty important. I don't know if that's a forefront. I like. I and I listen. It's me. Or head front. Forefront. I want to be a, a head of. I could put a hat on. And I was well, wearing now- a fucking speedo in Florida, where basically my right my right nut was uh falling out and i still felt like i was more covered and more respectable than your face wear right now <laughs> well this was fun glad i came back <laughs> oh so yeah i i think at some point there's going to be some cre- congratulations going your way speaking of florida and softball and all that uh now that you're back um but i this is going to be a, such a weird segue and we're really good at that but uh as long as you're not talking about tampons, I think you're doing all right. Watch something this this past weekend uh, with my wife, and the thing I, I right after watching this, I turned to her and I said, "I think R. Kelly was onto something with the trapped in the closet stuff." And we're rolling right into Hayes's look to R. Kelly. Huh. This could have, have you guys this, seen this the, better in my head before I yeah. came back? So last year, been on a Taylor Swift kick. Last year, Taylor Swift, Love like all her, almost all of her her discography got sold. And what she's been doing is she's been re-recording all of the, the songs and releasing them herself. Okay. And she did uh she re-released one of the songs and she made a 10 minute music video and it's like a small and and do you remember oh trapped, trapped in, in the closet i mean like well, listen, i'm not all about, yeah like it was a great before we knew that he just had a <laughs> you know, sex slave circle trapped other people in the closet yeah like that was a that was a very the trap like music video but it was in like 400 parts i don't remember yeah, it was multiple like, parts. it was a 33 minute video yeah it was multiple, right but like it would like parts, fade yeah. out and yep. then it would fade back in and like yeah this is a 10 minute so i mean in the vein of an r kelly's trapped in the closet and you notice how i'm not saying r kelly i'm saying r kelly's trapped in the closet because that's <laughs> that's the the comparison here so i'm a if you guys haven't watched this you got to go movie. see it this is what happened. Uh, this is her song about when she uh, when she and Jake Gyllenhaal broke up. So she dated Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, she I have no clue. I hate Taylor Swift. That lucky lady. You hate Taylor Swift? Yes. What? Yeah. How many albums is she gonna put out talking Wild. about how how bad all of these men are before she looks in the mirror and was like, maybe I'm maybe I'm part of the problem. Oh, fair enough. But still, but the like, song she needs to shake it Who off. Who cares what she's saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can't all of a sudden no one, be gone. No for one a listened. Month. Yeah, no one listened to R. Kelly, and then watched Trapped in the Closet. You know, it's completely different. I don't know. Yeah. He had keys to ignition. <laughs> see, no one was no one was listening to the the, the lyric. To oh, see I, what, I believe I can fly. That that touched a lot of people like I him. I believe I can touch the sky. I can't believe you don't like taylor swift that's I, i'm disappointed right now I, i'm frustrated with her i guess and for the reason i said i'm just she blames everyone else sometimes you're the problem see i like i just i enjoy how she has like different albums you know what i mean yeah most artists like they're, they're like 
they're like different like kind of genres they're different yeah, yeah. Nice. i like that she's just nice. a fucking banger tell me an album of hers that doesn't have at least two bangers on it like i'll right. tap my foot but i just don't like her her listen if she needed a seat i'll find a spot for her no but i, I like her she's not a good person she has a song written about me wait 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 so you're it's about pedophiles hold on hold on so you we're, we're now you're now putting you're leaning Taylor into swift that. In the same category as R. Kelly with that one? No, 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 no. No, he's fucked. I just don't like her. He could be a great person for all I know. He's not a good person. Uh, I don't know. T swizzles. But yeah, I, I, I know Either what you're way, saying. You gotta go, yeah, go check this out because, my God, it's good. What was Michael? And I know we had a bunch of them, but Michael Jackson's. What was the one where he was like uh, a 1930s like zoot suit guy? No, really? That's, that's what we're doing? No. Um, it's one with the huge lean in the video. Well, oh, that was like, um, that wasn't Thriller. That was. Um, no, it wasn't Thriller. It was no, that, had a that, couple that, of things like this. No, no, I remember like Thriller. Thriller was pretty. No, well, beat it was, was it Beat It? It was, was no, it Beat It. It was leather. Right, but I thought, wasn't there a Beat It like extended version? That wasn't this one. That's the one that had Woody Harrelson. Sorry, we should we just bring up Woody Allen now too, and like really get into like <laughs> really all the whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Moonwalker. Any... The name of it was Moonwalker. Moonwalker. Huh. That's the one where he's wearing the suits and the kid, like the kids chasing him. Yep. So his dream. <laughs> all right, fair. Jeez. Well, so here's Tommy the thing. Involved. All right, so here's the crazy thing, right? Like, so you have R. Kelly. He, like he was fucking he dominated a genre for a, a you know a pretty good amount of time right and then all this came out about him okay um i don't know i don't know of any other artists off the top of my head but like look at michael jackson and what he did but what because he never was proven as guilty as r kelly like everybody still loves michael jackson but he was you know kind of like the way you look hazard it's just uncalled, uncalled for. He's he is much whiter than I am. <laughs> I think I think Chappelle had said something about this. Uh, do you guys watch Chappelle or am I bringing Love up Chappelle. another? Thing? Okay, yeah, so did you see much. not the most recent one, but the one before? And he was talking about how the parents of these kids are just super happy that, that, that Michael Jackson chose their kid or something like that. <laughs> it's just like so. Uh, Chappelle is, is so good, but like that's. So like that's the thing, like, and, and I know I I know I swing and a miss a fucking ton, but like, the the comedians I like and the comedians that I find funny, that's the kind of humor. Yes, that I love. Just like, like wow. Yeah. So like, yeah. I, but like, I say it when like we're having coffee at Dunkin' Donuts, and it's just like, ugh, not really the place. To- that's yeah, because you the, say to the stranger the with the child, you're not saying to anyone you know. Read the room. <laughs> so this Moonwalker, this is a, a full movie, huh? Yeah, you haven't. Oh. Seen, so you haven't seen that. I have before. not oh. seen. No, this it's okay. It's an hour and it's over an hour long. So they used to put a huge chunk of it on, like it was VH1 would show it as a video. Oh, every once in a while, as a special. You know what would be great content is a reaction video, over an hour long of us and Moonwalker. No, I don't think so. Bullshit. Yeah, I think that'd work. I don't know if that'd hit. 
Hey, dust it. The next time it's just you and I, guess what we're going to do? You guys got an hour? Let's watch Moonwalker together. I want to get really Followed by all parts of Trapped in a Closet. Then Taylor Swift. Dude, Trapped in the Closet was great, man. Yes. I mean, Trapped in the Closet. I, what? Voyeurism. So hot right now. Right, but he didn't know if he had a no. He was he was cheating. She yeah. was cheating. He was no. the dude, and the guy came home, oh. and it, and that's how the, it and the story just spirals from there, right? So hard. It just goes everywhere. Yeah. But is it spiraling for him, or is that is that a his Tuesday? <sighs> I haven't listened to it in a while. I don't. I don't but I think yeah. it does get to like it's what he's just, eating at breakfast one time. I'm sure. Sure, it does. Oh God, um, I can't. I'm still hung up on Hazelbeam being so angry at Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, you got to go back I and just, watch that the 10 minute version of All Too Well. Anger right? is not the right word. I don't think. I'm just. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Does that work? No, you're I disappointed just, I, in, ta- in no, Taylor Swift. I'm not really Swift? disappointed. That's just my dad. That's the dad in me coming out. I'm just disappointed in you, Taylor. She just blames everyone for herself. She's clearly got some issues in relationships. She needs to figure those out. Maybe talk to someone. Not America. How do you think she's making this this music? It's these breakups, right? It's these these things that are happening to to her. These guys are very important. Yes, it must not be that bad. I I need to find this review here. Uh, There's there's an Amazon review. R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet is one of the most heart-wrenching pieces of cinema of the 21st century. <laughs> I mean, I kind of put it up there. City life. There is a rich diversity of characters, mostly played by R. Kelly himself. <laughs> I mean, this... <laughs> uh... Uh, oh, hey, we're also breaking norm tonight. Uh, Dustin and I are back to drinking. So yeah. <laughs> it was uh, It was one... Yeah, Two episodes? <laughs> it was a run. No, I, yeah. It was a good run. Might have been I'll one be, episode. I'll be back to sober next week. Um, I, I got it. Really, I remember watching when I was in college because it came out what early two thousands, or maybe two thousand three. Yeah, it was definitely one of those things you watched, and I was laughing the whole time. I could not believe that that it was serious. And maybe no. it wasn't serious. I don't. It's just the whole thing was. It's so ludicrous. The best cinema that I can think of from when I was in college that came out virally was Two Chicks, One Cup. No. That, That's what I remember that, coming out of college. Was that real? Like, that was not shit. The fact that you're no asking the that. question means they did their job. They did. It was great. I used to, I used to be on efucked.com all the time back then. The worst thing I ever saw in efucked, and I used to explore parts of the webs I shouldn't have. I saw a beheading in uh, the Middle East one time that really was not it wasn't bad I mean it was bad but it like didn't fuck me up as much as I thought it would um, yeah but the one on e-fuck that still scars me was a guy sat on a mason jar it was up his butt like it was in his anus like this oh, it, and God. guess what happened it broke <sighs> yeah the on. internet the, in, the the early days of the internet were amazing <laughs> yeah like there there were some websites that you just you're never Rotten. gonna forget that 
Well, you're never going to forget that. Rotten.com where you could like yep. search by how you wanted to see the person die. Yeah. And by the way, Trapped in the Closet, not only was it 30 something chapters, it started to be released in 2005 and ended in 2012. I mean, what a run. It wow, took longer right? than Harry Potter. <laughs> and and some put it on the same level. I think IMDb just says it doesn't have enough votes to beat its top 10. Exactly. Sorry, we're having a uh, we're having a guest join us here shortly. He's having trouble getting in on the Zoom. So I'm just trying to multi do a couple things here. Um, just by chance to say hi to Amanda. I wasn't allowed to talk before. Yeah. Uh, Hazery mm-hmm. says hello. I can see her in the, in the window. In the window. Yeah, there she is. Um, I, it really like so. I used to love like Opie and Anthony back in the day. I used to listen to it a lot. Well, I'm still, I still like, I listen to Jim and Sam, which is now the new iteration. Can you take it from there? Thanks. And uh, Jim Norton used to be in some really interesting parts of the internet. So I would listen. I'd want to go see these interesting places as well. And man, I started going down some rabbit holes. The worst, the thing that scars me is that one with the glass jar in the butthole and a movie scene uh, from Irre- Irreversible a great move great french movie that starts at the very end of it so it was i watched it because it was supposed to be one of the most fucked up movies that really leaves you like ugh, not feeling right starts at the end so you're already like in the middle of the action you get to the climax and then you downgrade to like building up to the climax except in reverse and that climax piece is one of the most beautifully horrific shot scenes of film i have ever watched and I got to the end of the movie. And I'm like, I don't get why that movie was so fucked up until about an hour later. I still just felt wrong. And I had to go take a shower and cry in it. Yeah, it was not good. Irreversible, though. What a great. I made Amanda watch that scene and she hates me. She's actually like, can you shut up? <laughs> she hates me. She just left the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> she actually just said, she goes, I've never been the same since you made me watch that. <laughs> So you would you brought up the that it was French. So I looked up because there was one that I remember watching. Have, did you ever watch High Tension? Of course, I, the French okay. the the French version's better than the dub version. And what a great okay! I've only watched he, the French version where he's skull fucking the decapitated yes. head. Oh, yes. love it! Um, but that's a, I'm pretty sure now learning more about it. That's a play off of an actual serial killer. Really? Did you ever watch the show Mindhunter? On Netflix? Oh, yes. No. I did. It's like the really start good. of the, it's the term serial killer and how these guys came to it. One of the guys they interview is the killer who was just skull fucking heads. I mean, I, can, who, I mean, who like, was I that? Do you remember oh. what the name was? No, and I'm on Cassie's school. It's something, yeah, I, I, I can get it's, behind yeah, it. Watch that. The sweet. actor, if anybody watches the Umbrella Academy, the actor's in that as well. He's like one of the cop guys chasing them or whatever those people were. The younger guy? No, he's that older guy. He has a very distinct voice. Uh, he's working with the woman in the first season. Black okay. woman, and they're like trying to catch the Umbrella Academy. I didn't watch Umbrella Academy. I was talking about my hunter. Oh, 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 no, he wasn't old. He has the glasses. In case you didn't know what glasses are, good for you. God, I, I might I, be wearing them. Yeah, <laughs> I love, I love. Hey, so I'm trying to oozle Finch for the first time. I know you talked about it recently. Oh, good luck. 
Don't do it. This one has actual chunks of cream cheese in it. (laughs) (laughs) What? uh, Can you read the can? Can you start reading the can? Yeah, it's called User Guys. Um, Is that like the double cheeseburger French fry one I had a couple months ago or so? It had a cool picture on it, so I went with it. Uh, Sour ale with key lime puree cream cheese vanilla lactose and other natural and artificial flavors so like i said it oh, didn't so that's have a thousand. not that's not many for that no that's no. what i was telling you um but i'm going next to it with a different cheesecake and this one's way better hey real real quick Are, can our guest hear us can he talk right now i know he's called in he's having trouble with the video but v can you hear us I can hear you guys. All right. There he is. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for a second appearance on Bring It Podcast. One of our first player spotlights, Joseph Venerini. What's up, dude? Quite the introduction. We're in awe. Now that Hazerade's back, we're in full off-season mode as we've just been talking a litany of fucking shit right now. I think I we accidentally had softball. Yeah, so, sorry for <laughs> laughing during that entire intro, but I just got a I got a picture sent to me that was pretty hilarious. Is it fucking HUD? Uh, <laughs> is it in my DMs? <laughs> yeah, oh, great. Yeah, um, it's it's HUD. So so we got <laughs> we got Joey Venerini joining us here tonight, and and it's a it's a special it's a special occasion. Uh, a lot of you people in the Northeast um, probably got an invite, you know, that are friends with V. Um, and it, it's a great cause and V and I were talking Friday and wanted to, you know, him and I were talking and wanted to help grow this as much as possible. So figure what better way than have V tell the story. So V first off, welcome back. Sounds like you're going to have a fun February Two, what's going on. What's, what's happening this, this, uh, for the holiday season. You know, the deal, but, uh, chasing the kids around the yard, right? Trying to get everybody uh, organized multiple places for Thanksgiving, but uh, ultimately setting up for, uh, for this Christmas party, right? I think that's the, uh, the main goal here, right? Just trying to make sure that uh, the 463 kids that are sitting out on some list that aren't going to have Christmas are, uh, are going to have Christmas because people are ready to party, right? It, you and I had a really great conversation on Friday and, I tell you what, it, I changed plans. I, I, I've moved things around because <laughs> of, but because, and not, but because of this party, like, you know, when I first met you and last year and you started telling me about this party, I wanted to be a part of it, wanted to help give back. But when I go talking to you and hearing your passion about it and what you're trying to do and grow it with, it really just breeds new, you bring new life into it. You, you change the dynamic of it just being uh, a, a toy drive or, or trying to help people out. It, it really is a completely different passion. So what, you, we are trying to raise um, toys for 460 kids, so everyone has Christmas. But come on, run it down for us, because give me that same passion, baby. <laughs> All right, you got it. I'll do it uh, one volume less because I finally got my kids to sleep, or at least to kind of sleep. So, <laughs> hey, that <laughs> works in my book. <laughs> hey, listen, as long as they lay flat in their bed, I feel like it's a win. If I get down the hallway without someone crying or fighting, I'm, I'm plus one. Absolutely. No, uh, <laughs> listen, guys. At one, I appreciate y'all having me on. I think J Rot to your point, right? And, and for anybody that's listening or listens later, however that works. Um, look, I, this Christmas party—it's my 17th year throwing it. 
Um, you know, for, for a lot of people, especially in the softball network and some of the area, right, this may be some people's first time coming in, second time coming in. Um, but, but yeah, here's kind of how it started. I think, uh, you know, coming to Manchester, New Hampshire, my mom uh, packed us up one day, right, put us all in a U-Haul and said, look, we can't afford to live uh, together anywhere else. So we're going to Manchester, New Hampshire, and we'll just figure it out from here. I remember that first Christmas vividly where, hey, man, you know, your parents do the best they can for you, and you, you never quite realize how they struggle, right, because you're always you're just trying to figure out, you know, day to day what you're going to do. And uh, I remember I was being in sixth grade. I just knew to the, knew to the area. We were having Christmas, and uh, my my mom didn't really have anything under the tree for us, right? She did her best, but, you know, uh, it was it was something for my youngest brother, and, and that was pretty much it. And I remember at the end of the conversation, he had said, hey, look, uh, is that it? Like, what did I do wrong kind of thing? And, uh, you know, we all kind of went our own ways. And I went to my room, and the only thing I could hear was my mother crying on the other side of the door. And look, man, it's something I can still hear. It, it's vivid. It absolutely kills me inside. And uh, I had said that, look, if there's any way I can help somebody, and if I can continue to help people, and if some other mother doesn't have to feel that way, or father, and if some other kid doesn't have to raise that question, then who am I not to help, right? So, uh, so you know, that year, I, I got, uh, you know, sort of, sort of, it was infused. We were going to help. We did soup kitchens, gave out free blankets, gave out extra t-shirts. I mean, we did everything we could with my mom. And then uh, when I finally graduated from college and got my first job, I got my first bonus check. I remember it was $2,500. And uh, I, I wanted to throw a party and I wanted help. So I put my $2,500 into throwing a legit, you know, real classy keg party with, uh, with cool sweaters. And, and everybody had to bring gifts to get in. And I think, you know, 50 to 100 people came. Um, you know, the next year it was about, you know, 150 people and I had to shovel out my backyard to, uh, to make sure people had places to hang out and we were lighting barrels on fire. So, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of raw. We went from there to maturation through, you know, little alpine clubs and things of that nature where 50, hundred, then 200, then 250. And, and then the Dairyfield Country Club sort of opened their doors to us. They really jumped in and partnered and said, look, you know, we want to help you do this on a grander scale. So what we've been able to do now is you know, and uh, I don't know if anybody's ever seen the pictures. I'll post some of them tonight on the on the on the invitation. But I mean, we have literally filled the last couple of years a 21 foot U-Haul truck of toys. Uh, we were able to help, you know, all of sort of New Hampshire housing, uh, you know, neighborworks of Southern New Hampshire, uh, Manchester Housing Authority. I mean, we were able to get gifts everywhere, and the need has always been, you know, 200, 250 kids. Um, this year, having a conversation with them, they said to me, "Look, there's." 463 kids on the list um you know we don't want to guarantee gifts to anybody that you know we don't think we can service so we'll cut the list off at 200 and uh you know that that just it, it honestly made my stomach sick one that there's 463 kids out there that uh that need help and maybe more and two uh that they were willing to cut the list off or, or they kind of felt they had to because they didn't want to let anybody down further uh so here we are man i mean look this party is simple. This is this is like inviting people to my house. So I want people to know that when you come to this party, you are coming to my house, right? This is this is what I care about. This is what I do. This is where sort of my passion is. Um, I tell everybody, dress up. Dress up for Christmas, whatever that means to you. I've seen funny sweaters, top hats, suspenders and ties, Santa Claus suits, uh, wrapping paper suits. I mean, I really see it all. I've got friends that, you know, from all walks of life, 
that on this one night, uh, everybody's equal, right? Because, you know, sort of you're out, you're shopping for your gifts, you're piling up gifts for kids and it's a good feeling and it, and it causes a conversation, right? And then, you know, you're walking into the door, you're with your spouse or your friends, everybody looks good, you feel good, you're going to do something charitable. And then, you know, the excitement grows, right? Like what better way that, than I say, hey, please come to my house and party. And the only thing I'm asking you to do is, is, you know, maybe buy a drink for a stranger, but show up with a toy, dress the part, have some fun, right? Have a night and do something for somebody else that's so worthwhile and, you know, maybe fight a hangover on Saturday morning. I mean, but, you know, that's, oh, sorry, man, that's, uh, I don't know, start to get uh, a little twisted here, but that's, that's it, man. That's, that's what I love. And, and I love that, you know, Jero, to your point, um, you know, being able to talk to you about it and just you hearing my passion and you changing your plans. I mean, I love it, man. I, I appreciate you. And there's no better way to say that, you know, Dustin and Corey and, and all the other guys that have ever attended. Um, I, I appreciate everyone. And I, and I think, you know, the more good we can do here, uh, I'll pay for the whole damn thing. As long as everybody shows up and brings gifts, right. As long as all those kids wake up the next morning and, and at some point they're going to know that, you know, charity at some point in their life was given to them and they're going to be charitable and it's sort of a ripple ripple effect and, and you know my thing is you know a lot of top people talk you know they sort of talk about it i always say don't 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 preach right just practice just get out there and do it and uh man it, it's growing right we're before thanksgiving there's 100 and i don't know 1617 people rsvp'd you watch man it, it, you'll see two, two, three hundred people there. You'll see gifts piling over, and it's just, and you don't want to miss it, right? Uh, man, I don't even know where to go. I'm like a run-on sentence right now, but <laughs> this is what I, this, this is what I love, man. I wake up every morning and I check the invitation, just and I get excited about that one more person that RSVPs or the one person that had been before that thought it was so cool that they're gonna, they're gonna come. Um, I had two buddies today tell me they booked their tickets, one from Texas, one from California. Uh, they're coming in early. They're coming in on a Wednesday and they're here to party till Sunday, right? So this is, Amanda's, it's worthwhile, man. And it's, yeah. She's over, she's over here listening to us on my phone and, and she's over there like listening to you and she's emotional. Like <laughs> that, but that's why, that's why we wanted to get you on here because you telling this. It, it, it's so different. Like the next day I invited 65 people I knew that I would feel yeah. comfortable leaving alone in my house. And, yeah. you know, exactly to your point, like, shit, I can't wait. And I, you know, hopefully we can, I don't know, we will make a major difference in kids' lives this year. Yeah, man. It's, uh, like I said, 463 kids. These are kids, you know, my kids go to school with. These are kids that, that you see, you know, walking the road. I mean, I, I try telling people, everybody thinks like, ah, oh, it's just a party. I'm like, look, when you show up, it's just selfishly, it's the, it's the most fun and it's kind of the most selfish night of the year because you get, you get drinks with friends, you get to dress up, you know, your spouse or significant other gets to have that great night, right? I feel like the only time you get to dress up now is weddings and funerals. So, you know, <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a nice break. It'll just be great to get out and see people. And like I said, there's a DJ. We've got a photo booth. We've got a silent auction. I've got a door prize. I've got champagne toast, past hors d'oeuvres, you know, all night coffee and, and, and desserts late night. I've got food for those that like to come early and eat. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't know what else they can bring, but there's something <laughs> I'm missing. You gotta let me know. <laughs> no, I'm trying, the, I'm trying to make I was it easy. Like, 
I've been lucky to go once. And like you were saying, like it is, you walk in, you do a pretty good job, especially for the first hour. So you kind of greet every single person. It seemed like when I was there and that tree with all of the presents, you can just look at the presents. They start to get high up the tree and then they just fan out. And it, it just, it is it's one of the coolest things. Like I still have the photo booth pictures like on my wall <laughs> to be able to look at all the time. Um, it's an awesome time. So everyone that's able to get to it, uh, V, you need to make the decision. It is for children. Do I? Do you want me to keep the mustache for that? <laughs> There'll be no children there, so I think you'll be allowed. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll keep the mustache just in case. Feet, right? Give the people uh, what they want. Oh, who the fuck wants that? That's I know fair. Cassie doesn't. No, she hates it. I can do it for November. I'll cut. I'll, I'll, it's gone on Wednesday. <laughs> you look handsome. Um. I tell you, I, I know V, I know we texted, I texted you, but I was telling D money here and, uh, you know, we were out at target on sun Sunday, Saturday. Yeah. And, you know, we were at target. I was picking up something. We were picking up, you know, whatever. And we had, uh, we got, need to get some new laundry hampers because my fat ass, you know, my, my clothes are heavy. <laughs> and, uh, so we need bigger ones. <laughs> And um gotta separate the darks and whites, bro. <laughs> no, no, we're we're over separating oh. the darks and whites. We separate hang and dry. That's it. If it goes in the dryer, if we have <laughs> to hang so it. Funny. Um, but we filled up. We were like, you know what? Every week, like we filled up a hamper with toys of all different ages. And then I think uh Sunday or Monday, you My posted favorite. the age breakdown, which was perfect because we're sitting there and we kind of grabbed toys for every age group, but like seeing the breakdown of the different children, it's two to four. 14 or two to 15 years old correct yeah, yeah yeah i mean there's still some kids in there zero to two that you know they don't they don't always give us the numbers for that right because they right. feel like they're not going to remember but look it's the moms right and the yeah. dads that remember it's 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 coming in empty-handed when you you'd kill to give anything right so i don't know man this is uh to your point jero and to the rest of you guys i'll tell you a funny one my brother and i used to do this for quite some time we would go to walmart before with all of our friends people would look at us and you look at this you know collective group of dressed up assholes in walmart right we were the people of walmart for a short period of time and uh we would race around with carriages and it was like a 20 minute shopping spree and anybody that when we got to the register we would call out a number 100 bucks 150 bucks something like that and whoever went over the number, right, lost. Whoever got closest won. Winner got their basket paid by the loser. Oh, so it was multiple people battling out. Yeah, so it's just, I mean, shit, man. A bunch of dummies running around Walmart crashing carts, right? Uh, my brother beat me two years in a row, and I couldn't figure out how. And then I, I realized they had those scanners at the end of the aisle. The little shitbag was cheating. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 I mean, listen, I, I, Normally, I'd go back and try to try to get my uh, redemption, right? But uh, yeah. nah, listen, it was all going to kids, but there's nothing better, man. I've had kids roll into the party on bicycles, text me ahead of time. A good buddy of mine, Joey Forbush, he texted me and said, hey, look, I, I need you to put queen bicycles on. I said, dude, it's a Christmas party. I'm not playing that. He goes, just trust me. Awesome. I put it on. He came in with seven people riding in on bicycles. There's little bells on their bicycles, riding them in and just donated a bunch of bikes to kids. Oh. Dude, I've seen everything. Playstations. I've seen Barbie dolls. I've had people call me and tell me they couldn't come, and I hand them 20 bucks. They go and buy a gift and come back. I, I want people there, right? Give what you can. Come have a great time. That's all I care about, right? Because the next year, you may be on a different stroke of luck, and you'll bring 10 things, right? 
That's awesome. There's no, there's no too little or too much, man. Uh, I can't even say it enough. I wouldn't even know what else to say. I just sit here and stare at this invitation. Somebody just starts few people while we're talking. It's up to 117. Like That's I said, normally crazy. we see three three to 350 people RSVP through the night at some point, and the rest just show up. And it's, it's, the, it's the best collection of people, I say, that I know. Right, And I think every person that shows up kind of holds a small piece of my heart. And it's like, I just appreciate people, right? I appreciate the people right now. Kelly, uh, there's a woman out there, Kelly Bean, Olympic racquetball coach. She, uh, she saw my thing and she saw the numbers and she, she texted me and said, can I repost this? And she posted it and she's got people shipping, shipping gifts to her house from all over the country. So I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm, awesome. I want to tip the sled. I keep saying that to people. I want to tip the sled on his fucking side and I want every kid to have Christmas and it's going to be the best thing. Fuck, I just need to, I don't even need to put in, uh, I might need to spray this white. I just need to find a red coat and red pants. I already look like fucking Santa Claus for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should get a, a completely pants. red suit. Oh. What do you think? Oh, wow. Tempting with a good time. I, I tell you, so I was looking at being a more sophisticated Santa Claus. I have a, uh, I have a smoking jacket, a beautiful black paisley smoking jacket. I was going to maybe find some red pants, but maybe now I'll just go full on, get that red suit to make Dustin, make Dustin's, make Dustin's Christmas come true. I'm yes. <laughs> in. Um, no, he, this <laughs> is, I, I tell you, this is why I want you to come on and, you know, and like we talked about, I think I, you know, if, if I maybe come back on next Tuesday too, and, you know, hopefully get maybe a couple more people, but your story and where this started from where it is today. And like, like I said, when you and I spoke, it, it, it changes everything hearing it coming from you. It really does. It meant a lot to me. It definitely changed for me. And I mean, I can, I cannot wait for this. Like I am dying for this party. I actually was thinking it was next Friday. I was so excited. So we're going to have a ball and uh, anything we can do, you know, outside of the normal stuff, but you know, we're going to promote it and try to get as many people. And, and hopefully it, I, I'd love to help you complete that 453 kids and make sure nobody has toys left or no kids are yeah, left. So. I appreciate you guys. Like I said, uh, you got a good platform here. I appreciate anybody that's willing to make the ride. Uh, if anybody needs help finding hotels, uh, look, I, we typically are drinking and eating breakfast in my house the next morning. So anybody that does stay in a hotel or is uh, in the area, shoot me a text and come on over, man. This is, it ends up being a weekend for me and anybody that stays, right? Because like I said, I got guests coming in from the country. I got friends that haven't missed one. Right. So 17 years people have been there to every single one, no matter by hook or by crook. That's cool. I love it. I love it. Um V, thanks, man. Thanks. This is we're gonna have a we're gonna have a ball, we're gonna have some fun and uh I don't know, maybe we'll maybe we'll get a real video interview at the event. Like Hazerade actually brought that up. Maybe we'll get you on a quick Instagram live. <laughs> yeah, thanks for doing it. Sure, hey, listen. Just make sure before it's 10 o'clock at night, because after like 10.01, 10.02, after the champagne starts flying, then the, like, camera, live interviews, the cameras out. are shut off. Live interviews only yeah, happen after no 10 o'clock. <laughs> there's no pictures. The photo booth. The photo booth shuts down after 10. <laughs> no, As you know, the photo booth is the only place you can take pictures. I will... I will tell you, Dustin, you get the, the 7 p.m. photo booth people that are like giving little kisses, right? It's like the, the husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, yeah. girlfriend, whatever it is you're bringing, right? Everybody's doing their like polite kisses. And 
by 11, there's a bunch of assholes dropping glasses in the photo booth. And it looks like a, like a battle, right? There's 11 people in a, in a three-foot box. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Oh, oh fun, man. But like I, I said, yeah. I appreciate you guys. I look forward to seeing you all. It's uh, awesome. my favorite part of the year. Thanks, V. Well, we'll we'll talk to you soon, and we'll uh, we'll keep getting this. We'll, we'll help you grow, and we'll try to get as many. We'll get all these kids toys for the for this Christmas. What a! But thanks for joining us tonight. This is unbelievable. This is awesome. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys. Back to zombies and shitty beer, huh? Fucking, you guys kill it. I love you. See you, V. See Hey, every once in a while, every plan that exit. Like, oh yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> we we do good things every once in a while mental health and, and 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 kids like okay although jesus christ we do jesus christ now we didn't we didn't plan thing? this well we started with we were talking r kelly for 15 minutes and now we we're talking about kids for toys for kids yeah this this podcast it's, has not rounded the full circle oh. effect has not really Oh. This mustache just got a little awkward. <laughs> you can you can tell there's no more agenda. <laughs> yeah, there is zero agenda. Agenda is gone. Um, but should we? I mean, should we move into softball now? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, te- technically, we are a softball park <laughs> podcast. That, but yeah, now that we're done with the, the children. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm out. See you guys. This is horrible. <laughs> God. No, that's gonna be a fun, fun night. Uh, yeah, let's 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 talk. You have some softball stuff to talk. I mean, should we? Did, did anything we, happen we, this week? Yeah, there was there was the the whole the whole national conference last week, and yeah, angry angry New Hampshire people. Uh, Actually, angry people. I wouldn't even say New Hampshire people. I think there's angry people angry in the entire Northeast with how you're looking everywhere. at these. NCC bumps. I mean, I only say the Northeast just because that's where a lot of our people are. Um, I even yes. look into Maryland was Maryland was pissed. I'm in that group too. So. Yeah. So let's let's take a look. I'm, I just pulled up the uh, the auto bump list. Um, there were no rec teams in our area that got bumped to E, which is great. Congratulations. Nice job, everybody. Great job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, e to D. Not shocked on either of those. Kind guy, we knew we're, we're going to get bumped. And then 603 so, was getting auto. Yeah, so you're looking at over 170 teams, which is wow. very good. When, that when That is yeah, that is good for the game, ultimately, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because you figure – no, I don't know. I, I looked into how they did it in D because we just don't have a lot of E's up here, so I'm sorry. Uh, we didn't have, I don't think there was a lot of E's that got bumped from around here either. So you had from Connecticut. Um, I think it's New Jersey and New one, York. I think had five. Okay, those are big area. Those are big areas. I feel like for for team numbers at least. Correct. So yeah, uh, it looks like one from Maine. Kind guy. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, we knew that was one from New Hampshire, but that, I don't know if that was a, that was not an NCC. That, that was, was an auto. Finish. Yep. Yeah. Um, and not surprising. Yeah, like six hundred three had a great year, and kind guy and six hundred three around here had great years, and. They were yeah, good so, or E teams. I guess even before we get into this conversation of these teams and stuff, the there there are two ways of of a team getting auto bumped. It's either um, what you did in the one tournament that mattered, and what you did in your body of work. Correct, like that's how you do it. Like that's how the NCC bump 
says they look at your whole season they say okay now you are the ones getting bumped or however it works um do you guys think that this is a good system nobody's gonna at least friends of mine aren't gonna like my answer um it's the best system to do it without spending a month on top of it to be honest yeah because they're not because they're not they're not going into no they're not they're not looking into all the teams i don't think no like you there's not enough there's not enough time for, for i mean they they bumped a, over 170 e teams you gotta at, at that point i think from what i looked at and i didn't look at the e but i would expect that that's just what it did uh it's similar to the d is i think they looked at regional yeah and they looked at a, an x amount of teams and said if these teams played a full season they're up you know what i mean and that that could have been 25 plus teams out of each reason region mm-hmm. which is good because i think if you're doing it that way and and i guess to answer my own question i do think that this is good i think that the the one tournament the auto bump of coming uh top 10 percent in your respective class mm-hmm. at a at one tournament i think sometimes that can be it's it's super weighted right sure because it just doesn't seem like it seems to me like in your region you want to be bumped up if you're the team that's winning that 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 division or mm-hmm. that class the whole year right because it's like all the other teams will get pissed if the same team just keeps winning all the time Correct. in the same tournaments that they're playing it happens like I, I i know and i totally get the whole like play as high as you can but some teams just they're not they're not in salt to do that so yeah they don't want to be playing against the same teams year after year so i get the ncc bump and i like that the auto bump i don't know if 10 percent is the right number because i do feel like i do feel like teams definitely i'm sure teams have found their way in the top 10 percent that kind of i mean you're not always going to get lucky into that that portion of the tournament, but maybe they had a hot weekend. It doesn't always represent what they did the entire year. So they get bumped up and now they're in a, a different class. Yeah. So I think going off of that, I, I'm in agreement of like, you look at the whole body of work, but that one tournament, I guess two, if you count, if you win your national, if there's X number of teams, you also get bumped, right? If it's 25 teams and you win nationals, you get bumped. So I looked at that. Okay. And I think that that's considered an, an NCC bump. Okay. Um, so I'll, just, your... I'll just look at it real quick. I want to see because sure. it was because RDD. Was, I, yeah, that's so, what I was going to say. RDD. Yeah, just look at them. RDD was an NCC bump. Okay. okay. So, so I think it just maybe that's just that. how okay. it falls under sure. there. It's not an actual auto bump. Um, I think, you know, talking about that one tournament being unfortunate, you can have a good tournament. And yeah, there's usually going to be more than luck, but. If you think back to 2016 with Fords, we played them with eight teams left that hadn't lost. I think if they beat us in that game, they would have been an auto bump after having like eight wins all year. I think they might have been an auto bump anyway. And, and so that's one of those teams where they did not deserve to be auto bumped. They just had a they lot had of points good. to start out. So they had a they had a bye and then they won three games in a row. Correct. I think uh, they so did get think, auto bumped. I could be I could be I don't um, think they did. I think they just were outside of it. Okay. Um but I think that's one of those, that's an example where is that a common thing? Probably not. Probably not maybe yet. that's kind of what they're saying is 
look, the chances of that happening are rare enough that if it happens, we'll deal with that when the team starts to complain and we won't do anything because that's just right. the rules. It would yeah, be nice so. if they said ahead of time, this is our criteria for the NCCs at the end of the year. Right. I, I, I just think that... Yeah, we can get into it, but I think that if you were to look at, if you were to look at it nationally and say, okay, we're going to cut the line at power ranking X, mm -hmm. right? You look at the E and the D divisions, and there are like how many? Because so many teams. Because not all the teams that are registered U trip teams go to Worlds or go to right. the Worlds that you went to. So I mean, I think. I think they have to set it at like a, I mean, yeah, they set it at like the top X amount in each, in each area, but yeah, I mean, change anything if they told you, okay, this it's going to be the top five teams out of each area. That are no, gonna I just like transparency. That's yeah. All. I'm fine with what they did. I have no problems. I have no issues with looking at how the team I played on has done this year you look at last year i have no problems with them looking at it and saying that team moves up again so so here's the other thing though i think they have also look at the number of teams in each division right and you have to look at the number of teams that you're going to bump up in each division because i think you want to I, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to push it so that c is the the true center right because I mean, it it kind of it kind of could be that that allows younger teams to get in at the E and D level, mm -hmm. learn how to play the game, and then move to a, a more competitive C. Which, realistically, that is kind of what it what it should be. Yeah, there weren't then, a ton of C bumps, right? No, there's not. A, there weren't not yeah. a ton of C bumps, and that's that's kind of where I'm getting this information. Like, sure. okay, so they they kind of start, you know, reeling in the the empty C bumps from C to B. So I, I, I think I had a, you know, when I look at D and I'm sure this happened at E as well. And D I'm going off of the research you, you did because you've taken over as the research kid, uh, the Dustin, the research kid, taking that title from Hazerade. Um, when you set a number like they did, what would you say? It looked like tw top. So 12 the D, the D it looked like they went through nationally. And again, my research Mm -hmm. consisted of the first three regions on the list. I did not look past that. Yeah. And that's fine. That's a good enough. To me, it's a good uh, enough it, sample. Size. Yeah. It, they, they all, they all had like the 12th and the 11th team uh -huh. auto bumped in the region and not the 13th and 14th. And I could be wrong. I just, I looked at it very quickly. It looked like they, what they did is they went through each division, uh, each, each region and bumped all the D teams that were top 12 in the area. Okay. And pushed and them to see. And you're going to see around here, like you see, you know, we look at uh, the hitmen and people, you know, that, that you, you've heard complaints about that. You see, you don't see six pearl and you hear people complaining about that, which both teams are kind of on that cusp, but you, you, maybe you go to a different region. Let's say, I don't know, pick a heavy region, Texas. And now maybe you're looking at the 13th, 14th, 15th team. You probably could have slid that ranking down further. You know what I mean? So yeah. And this goes back to the beginning. You have to, you have to take a, some type of body work. And Hayes, I, I understand what you're saying too. Like just being transparent about it early on. Um, hey, we're going to take the top 12 teams from each, each region. 
and that's I, I think that gives you a heads up you know you're gonna see people uh, uh probably tank at the end though and i think that might be part of the problem as well as where you might not see that because you know that'll happen you know that would people would be tanking towards the end um i think you'd I, only see that if you knew like i mean because i mean if you're one of the top 12 in your area you have a good shot of doing well at a world well, right, like, like I don't think anyone expected the hitmen to go down to Florida and go 0-2. I don't think anyone no. expected that. No. Right? Like, I, I think they've gone in the past. It's been 3-2, and 4-2. If they were going to make a run, I thought that this was the year that they were going to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think you just have to cut it at, yep. at the, the number of teams that you're going to push up, right? So that the then you're – now the C division is getting bigger. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you want to see because you know, out of those 12 teams, how many teams are actually going to play C? Maybe four. You're, so you're bumping 12 teams, and maybe four of those teams are going to play C. Well, and that's. And so I, I think, at least in the Northeast, is where I have a little more of the questions. To all, I have questions on two teams in the Northeast in C. That I think they're. Get bumped. Okay. And so we'll, yeah. So let's get there. Let let me get through this E because I think. Sorry. Oh I, yeah. Go I, ahead. Yeah. I, that's where we kind of like started veering off track. So we went shocking. We and, and off I track. started. I was going through the list and I was the one that was like, "Hey, let's talk about <laughs> butterflies, squirrel." <laughs> squirrel. Um. So yeah, yeah. We we had six oh three get bumped from yeah. New Hampshire. That was an auto bump. Um. I don't think there was any more in New England. There wasn't. It was, um, it was just one or two te- two teams. So two teams got the NCC bump if E to D in our area. So, I mean, again, I think this kind of proves what I'm kind of saying is that they're trying to make D uh, or they're trying to make C the center. So you, especially in our area, E just isn't as big as D. So there's only a couple of teams moving up. You know what I mean? I think that's why we probably see that. Um, so now we get into D, D to C. Because the, the E division isn't really changing all that much, I don't oh, think. Like you, like you said, we, we had talked about it earlier, the E, the E, New York E tournament was huge. I think it was like 28, 32 teams, something crazy like that. So that's why you see more teams uh, in the Northeast, because New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania are included in our region, the Northeast region. And that's why you see more teams in New York, New Jersey, because there's more E teams in New York and New Jersey than there are in New England. Yeah. So yeah. here's the other thing that I'm or at least you know, hypothetically, allegedly. Right. And but I think that there, I think that there are. Yeah. Here's the one, the one team that I'm like, okay, what happened here? Sandlot Legends didn't win like a few, a few Eight. tournaments in a row. They were bad the second half of the year. They were yeah, not I good. They, I don't think they did much. Mm-mm. Really? That's I didn't crazy. see as many pictures. So they're, so they're not even the top 25. Yeah, they struggled. Wow. Interesting. Weren't they like that, top that's five about, in the country? Yeah, they're yeah. 29 power ranking. We, we got on wow. them like the Buffalo Bills Too after <laughs> week eight. <laughs> Buffalo Bills are winning the Super Bowl and then. Yeah, um, so I mean. They lost their shortstop. They lost shortstop and sink center field. They lost two two key players, I believe, halfway through the year, and just don't think they could recover from that. That will uh, that'll do it, huh? Yeah. So yeah, moving to D. Mm-hmm. 
here we are. Here's the big, the hot spot, the all of the different things we have going on here. What do we hot got party. for? <laughs> so we had. I think there were five and five, seven in New England, maybe, and twelve in the Northeast. If you're counting New York and New Jersey. Uh, so I have out of. I'm just. Where's this? Oh, Blackout, RDD, Ville, OSS, Augie's Midway. Oh, yeah. Smoke, I'm Hitman. The complete wrong I thing. Um, and there's maybe one other in there. Blackout, right? yeah. So you have Blackout and Which was RDD. Auto, right? Blackout, Blackout was, was auto. Auto bump. They were, I think they were top 10. Mm-hmm. Blackout and RDD from Connecticut. Yep. What do we got here? RDD from winning nationals, but was NCC. Yep. I think they were still in the top 10%. Of yeah. the finishing, uh, Augie's food truck, yeah, they were an auto bump, so they were within the 10 percent. The yeah. Ville that was an NCC auto bump out of mass, NG that's right, that's the other team, yeah, Hitman out of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you said, yeah, Southern Maine Smoke National and National Gold, Gold. Southern Maine Smoke and yep, yeah, yeah. National Gold. So, there, yeah, there's Southern Maine Smoke out, out of that whole group. nothing. Yeah, nothing really surprises me. No, I mean that blackout team. Um, they they might have been like they they were a solid team. They might have been if there was one team to pick, like a, oh, I didn't think or I didn't realize that they would do this. But when they had their full teams, they were very very good. They just really really had that. I think I think probably what you could have looked at was the. Hitman six borough, I think was probably you could have those two, I think. But I was saying it a lot, and I, I remember D, you were always saying no way, no way, no way with the Hitman. But I always felt because you, always, I was looking at their power rankings, and they were always at a pretty good clip. I know they didn't do great out of class, but after so there. yeah, so after seeing that, I noticed and and talking to their guys, I don't think they ever lost the national gold, and I don't think they Correct. ever lost the Ville. Once. Am I wrong? You guys lost. We lost once to the bill. So the team that they beat were all the top teams. I mean, did you guys lose to Southern Maine Smoke? Probably a couple times. You probably played them. We were either one and one or one and zero against them. So lost. We lost to RDD. What about Augie's food truck? I'm sure you guys beat beat Augie's. Yeah. Um, and when you look at Florida, we lost the first and seventh. It's so like yeah, those so, losses I mean, yeah. aren't big how losses. Are, how are you going to tell me that Hitman doesn't deserve an auto bump? I have. I, no, no, no. I, I'm, I, I'm just saying. I'm not general, surprised like, by it. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm not surprised by it either. Like they, they all these teams earlier. that are getting that are getting auto bumped, yeah. they've beat them. They beat them, or they got beat by, or they got beat by them in the biggest tournament of the year. Right. So. It's it just it. That's like the one spot where we would say, "Okay, you guys had a shit draw at World." Didn't you guys just by the Rocksteady too? No, they they beat us. We lost okay. to RDD and them. Gotcha. Well, like it, it's interesting. So BL True Point out of Long Island didn't go to nationals and didn't go to Worlds, and they didn't go to nationals because they didn't want to get bumped. And guess what? They got somebody the, listened to the, the podcast because you did say that earlier. They got the humpy bumpy. <laughs> Bumpy, bumpy. Yeah. So, but look, you just look at their they they they're a good fucking team. 
Their overall record was they played 50 games. Of course, they're going to get bumped. Like they, they played 50 games and they were sixth in power ranking. I mean, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, well, I mean, you probably should have went to Worlds and tried to make a run <laughs> or, or played in Nationals. Like, and, and TJ's plumbing. Uh, TJ's plumbing. I was a, TJ's uh, an auto, they were an auto bump. So they, they were an good, auto. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I was a little surprised, but now that they're an auto, that makes sense. And the only reason I was a little surprised is because they didn't play a ton of U trip. 20 games, maybe. Right, but they, right, but they, they were great. They, they got auto bumped because of their record at they're, Worlds or right. how they, they finished. They were top 10. Which makes sense. Two. Um, a and lot listen. of times I think, I wonder, because I think they played the Ville. To, it was their second game and they beat them eight to seven. Yeah. I think you, you might have seen the Ville kind of go off if they win that game because they yeah. absolutely destroyed the next team they played. I mean, you never know in these situations, but they, yeah, they, they, they run two of the next four teams they played. So, I mean, sometimes you need to win that first game and then see how it goes. Yeah. I, I, and I get, you know, you know and I, I think a lot of the frustration from what you're hearing, I think was more of what we saw and what we had talked about previously at the world tournaments about how, you know, when you guys were down there, D with B, um, you had, you know, uh, A guys dropping down or whatever, or no, uh, after you guys were done, you had your guys dropping to play in C's and then you would see guys dropping to play in D. Like, I think that is a very valid argument as to what some people are frustrated about and still getting bumped. Yeah, I mean, with how it was set up like that, right? And I'm and I'm sure that, yeah. But hey, if you're gonna take the chance to to take a couple of guys who were on a city roster all year, and mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you know, is what it is. Right? At but, the end of the day, yeah, they were they were playing by the rules of that was that were set in front of them. Mm-hmm. I think that still, Utrip has to flip it, right? Hundred percent. Utrip has yeah. to flip it. They have but to I, start but- with E. And then move up. Like or, you're saying, D, real quick, like you're saying, I have no sympathy for a team. who We shouldn't have gotten bumped because we had a good world. If you picked up all these C guys, right. you almost deserve to get bumped just for doing that. I could be so pissed off if a C guy was like, oh, I'm on the bench because we picked up this guy who just played last weekend. Right. I have no sympathy for If that's a case for any single team, like, go fuck yourself. You did this. You did. And that's sad, too. I mean... <sighs> That, that that's like not what the game is about, right? Picking up a guy right before Worlds and then starting him over. I mean, maybe it is, maybe it is for some teams, and I'm not, I'm not trying to call people out, but like, man, that that does suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you're a team the entire year, and then all of a sudden, like, you get this opportunity, which is great. So as I mean, there's there's two of thinking of it right like there's the coach who's like all right i i want to do the best thing for my team this team that i assembled that i'm i'm going for you know what i mean we want to win the world title i want to do this for for everybody here and yeah sometimes that decision if that's what you're you're going for sometimes that decision makes itself like he's just, right. this guy has to play these three guys that i just picked up have to play mm-hmm. and three of probably my friends are going to sit it sucks. That definitely sucks, but there are two ways of thinking of it. Yeah, it's not an enviable thing to look at either. And I'm even more looking like if teams complaining that they got bumped, 
and they thought they shouldn't have. If you went into Worlds picking guys up and your idea wasn't that you were going to place well enough to get bumped, what the hell were you doing anyway? Yeah. I mean, you you always go in. I, I feel like you always you should always go into a world tournament as if like the plan next year is to play the next level up anyway. Yeah, sure. So yeah. So we hey. got those D teams moving up to C. This and this one the- shocked me. The C the the C bumps shocked me, I will say. The C bumps or, or C to B or D to C? The lack of C to B bumps. Two team lack of C to B bump shocked me. I mean, so I'm, I think I'm talking Smith and checking. Yeah. I was shocked Man, let, not one of them. Let's got look bumped. at that. Yeah, I, I would like to see. So, hmm. and the reason, and I'll, I'll go while you're looking this up. And the reason I say that, I know Smith went down there and did not do well. O2, get it. They brought their barbecues and they were ready to go. But their body of work throughout the entire year, just as you're saying, as we started off, saying if a team goes down there, gets hot, goes on a run, you know, does that negate the fact that they had a shitty year and just got hot at the right time in one tournament, which can happen. Same thing with Smith, but Smith had an entire body of work for a whole summer. They were a top team throughout the entire year in the country. And then they go 0-2 and, and don't get bumped. One, checking started off poorly. Built, 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 built. Second half of the year, win states, win nationals, win another tournament in there too, right? And then finished ninth in Worlds. Like, Did they, were they top 10 at Worlds? I think they were one out, right? They were one out. So whatever that 10% Oh, no, they was, were ninth. Yeah, so, they were ninth. They were tied ninth. and Smith both finished in the top 50 as well for overall power ranking. Yeah, so yeah. this one was different, right? So yeah. the C to B, they look at at a national level. Yeah. So what I saw there was they took the top 25 teams, mm-hmm. and if any of the teams had played a full year, they moved those teams up NTC. And that was throughout the nation. Sure. So, and looking at power power rating um you know let me see I'm the lemon bakery would be 26th wow. 26 okay so they were I, but i'm not, not looking at right. who played full season okay I'm so, just looking so, at, but uh-huh. but you have the but you have the top 25 there yeah. sorry i can i just need to switch back All right, to what's, the, one. what's the number 25 what's their power ranking uh it's synergy sports out of columbia missouri they are 11 to 22 11 22 so deluxe bakery mm-hmm. They were also 11-22. They were wow. number two in our region. Okay. Checking had a 10-81 and Smith had a 10-70. So wow. both of those things tell me that they really do not deserve an auto bump. So Smith going 0-2 in Worlds helped them. Probably Stacey. helped them. Yeah, really did. Yeah, so so uh, wow. your boys, Smoke, they were 17-5 and five in class, 12-23 power rating. Can we talk about the fact they have four ties? They uh, they left a tournament, yeah, and they yeah in Maryland uh, and the and they also played in the Razorback. Okay, which oh, and that got that was rain, right? Okay. Correct. I just looked at them like twenty eight nine and four. Holy yeah. shit, it's a soccer record. And then Deluxe Bakery had a an eleven twenty two. They were number two. Both of these teams beat us this year, and Smith and the Pirates, who were number sixth. 
in our region. But yeah, I mean, is this you team, reaching out? <laughs> any team that uh, that's at eleven hundred or, or more, I think, has the chance. Mm-hmm. I think maybe eleven fifty probably is usually that that number. That's but if number you're looking at it at a national level. Yeah, if you're looking at it at a national level, I mean, you probably yeah, the top 25 makes sense. It it would even make sense that Bucks Bakery also get bumped, but I don't think they did. Yeah. If they're number 26, I mean, they they somehow got the tiebreaker to not get bumped up to B. But. So just quickly looking at Smith, I the O and two not only was it O and two, and that didn't help. But the teams that they lost to. Bad. Their records were they were in like the one hundreds and two hundreds in power in national ranking. I'd, so I know uh, they weren't happy about losing, but shit, that's I'm telling you what, that's fucking good. <laughs> like good for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they get they get another year to, to before they have to retire. Try it out. Yeah, <laughs> another another go at it. Um, yeah. No, and that's and that's why I let you know our our, our research uh, extraordinaire Dustin um you know do that incredible back work there no but i mean i, I mean but on, in all honesty I, i'm looking around here and you're you know we talked about smith all year talked about checking second half of the year um so it's interesting once you actually look that type of stuff up and see what it is and you know what what, what challenge um i'm going to go backwards real quick because that's what we do we, we don't really stay on a linear path here jsi out of new jersey was not real happy about getting bumped from D to C as well. It's interesting to see a lot of the D teams getting bumped, and I don't know why they're – I wish I brought this up while we are talking about it, but I remember them seeing this on the on the Facebook as well. They weren't happy. It was, it was fun. I tell you what, when that bump list came out, also, you're welcome. Uh, stay here. Bring a podcast. All things softball. We put it out before yeah. a lot of people. We're here for you. Exactly. We're here for the people. We're the we're, we are the journalists you need. We're the Wojo of uh, what is it? Woj or Wojo of uh, NBA that breaks all the trades? Wojowski. Yeah, that's we're that of Slovich softball. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, realistically, then then we kind of get to the B to A. Oh yeah, we do have uh, a couple of B to A that are that's relevant around here. Um, we have Platinum Fire being uh-huh. bumped from B to A and also smash it. They won, they won the tournament. So it makes sense. No real surprise. Do you guys agree with this, this uh, the platinum fire bump? I'm, I'm interested to see your takes on it because I think, I mean, we we've realized that U-Trip seems to be pushing teams into the C category. They're, they're pushing a few teams up to the B. I mean, maybe these are the teams that are going to start playing, start thinking about playing in some, uh, some conference tournaments, the teams that are being pushed up to B. Uh, B to A seems like a, that seems like a jump. Now you're talking like you're pretty serious, right? If you're an A team, you're trying, you almost all these teams I would assume are going to be on uh, in the conference or playing several of these conference tournaments in a year. Well, like, I mean, look at, let's look at Platinum Fire. They were going to play the duel in Indiana. They played in the conference tournament in Maryland and finished third. Um, am I surprised? No. Am I surprised with oh. how they, they ended the year? Yes. Uh, but I'm not surprised to see them get bumped. 
Um, so here, yeah. here's my thing with the, the Platinum Fire bump. Um, I think that it, they basically looked at uh, that Maryland Major as yep. Platinum Fire's world tournament. Correct. I that's, would agree. That is that is why they bumped Platinum Fire because they don't want. I, I don't think it's probably not good <laughs> when a B team that that plays locally uh, is going out there and beating. I think there were two major teams that they beat that weekend. Uh, they went one and zero against major yeah. and one and one against double A. Yeah, that's not that's not good. Well, that's, not, just... that's not a good look for you for conference U trip. They're going to tell this team you you need to go play conference if you yeah. want to do this. Well, and it's like Which Syracuse sucks. Smoke when they went to Ocean City and beat up on A and B teams in Ocean City. Same thing, and they almost got bumped mid year. Yeah, they're not. They weren't going to bump them at that point of the year. But, but that was a, it. Was a consideration. It was. It was. There's yeah, a lot of chatter about it. I would right. I and I don't know where the chatter is coming from. Probably here. I, yeah, I. I don't. I don't think that they because we were told the same thing when we were playing in the state tournament. You're going to get bumped to D. We had. We had U-Trip officials telling us that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. we probably shouldn't have been told they might've been joking, but at the same time, like you don't want to hear that, that stuff. I wrote in my diary. And I, I, I would be very surprised if they bumped typically when they bump a team from, from one level up a level. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's relatively close to like the, the beginning of the year or the, or somewhere, in the, you know, you're talking probably pre June. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Once we early like, June. think we were because then people are starting year, to make. Yeah, they're starting to national make gold. Yeah. We were talking about are they yeah. once we got to the summer, they're not going to. No. Right, they would just yeah. lose, especially with one nation creeping in. They're not going to piss off teams, lose them because now I'm not going to world because most teams have already booked their house and flights, and right. you're not going to do that. You don't want to piss off the people paying you. Right, and and so do I think. I mean. Platinum Fire could play A. Yeah. What at that that point that they when they were rolling at that Maryland major, right? They could easily be an A team. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if I don't I don't think I necessarily agree with that bump, that that NCC auto bump. Really? And and for some reason they've they've auto bumped every team here. There's no NCC auto bump, which is interesting. That's interesting. That's an interesting. Unless thing. unless they it. took unless they took from the GSL tournament because they were top three, they placed in, in the, the 12 team GSL. They, maybe that's why they got auto. Like maybe that's why it was a, a straight auto bump. If you look, they only played three real tournaments between that conference and worlds. I'm not yeah. like the Quigley was the league. There was a bunch of league teams in uh, yeah, that, as a league tourney. They, they went they seven and one out. in that. Yeah. They pulled out a couple have, of bigger ones, though. Like, and you that's, have the Baloli, yeah. the Firecracker, and the BC State. What, what, weren't they going to – They are going to Evansville. Weren't they going to go to Cincinnati for the yep. Cincy Major, too? Cincy Duel, Evansville. Those, those two they pulled out of. I don't know what happened, but, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I, walking through all of this and, like, thinking about this entire conversation – I'm honestly, after hearing the research that you did, or you know, the the you know the the, uh, the the once you talk to me about what Smith and checking, especially at the C level, hearing what your thoughts were on Platinum Fire, I'm okay 
that one, either which way, I don't really care, to be honest with you, with Platinum Fire. Like, if they didn't get bumped, I, it's, I'm not going to sit here and be like, holy shit. If they got bumped, I wasn't like, holy shit. Yeah, uh, are, are they, are they going to actually go and play A next year? Like, I would imagine the they will. Like, yeah. What is the team going to look like? That's like, what I'm curious to see, right? Like, that'll yeah. be fun to see. Um, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm happy Smith and Checking didn't get bumped. Like, yeah. that might be a hot I mean, take, but like, I'm glad they didn't because now you have, okay, so you, if you're trying to make C the middle, now you have one of the two two of the top C teams around here, and you still have AUIT, who's still a C team. Now you have those three C teams that didn't get bumped. Now you have these new D teams that are moving up that are, I think it's, I think, honestly, as looking at the whole picture, I think they did a pretty fucking good job. Yeah, I, I don't think that, that I, I can't think of a way to do any better than what they've done. Um, and I think you said it at the beginning of this show, like it's just going to take, it would take so long to actually go through and break down every single one of these. And if they do that, that's insane. It's crazy. You, and I think, you know, that, how, you know how long it took us to rank 20 right wingers for the trade deadline? Yeah. <laughs> like, and that was 20 players. Where we have major fuck yous over, no, I want this guy, not this guy. And like, that was 20 guys. And it took us two, three, four days. Yeah. So the, 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 the most upsetting point in all of this and the whole part is like, they've definitely got the, the bump list. I think they've got that down, right? Like who we're bumping. This is like, we figured it out that it's going to be this percentage of teams or whatever. Like we're moving these, these teams up. Um, it's just like a lot of these teams. I mean, I, I think a lot of these teams, like the D to C teams and the E to D teams, are not going to translate to teams in that next class. Like I said, I think, and, and you guys can, can make a prediction here too. I think that out of the 12 teams in the Northeast that got bumped from D to C, I think you'll realistically see. I think I was maybe five. I think I said four earlier. I think you might see five. I, I would probably say that four and a half, I would set an over and under on that. I'm taking the under. I would go, it, I would go over. I'm taking the under. Because it's either going to be over. Three, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be four it, or five. Exactly. Right? It's yep. going to be significant. Like it's, it's way less than. You'll hit the amount of teams I, that I already know two teams that aren't going to be playing C. So, <laughs> and not right. And I'm not like, talking about a team from. I'm not oh, actually three. I would say. I'd say I already think. I. I don't. I wouldn't say 100 like, conviction. I would say I know three teams that will not make that move. So is that maybe Grizzlies just got bumped to? <laughs> so the the, the one down. team that I've that I've heard from, they've like completely gutted their entire 2021 team yep. and they're adding they're trying to add guys from all over the place so without talking to people outside they've gutted the entire team i mean that team might be a team next year and it might not we talked about it before how big that jump is yeah i mean but is it is it becoming that big of a jump anymore I think like, the are they trying to thing... make that jump? Are they trying to push it together? Because they've they've upped D to three home runs, and then their inning ending. And the teams that do well are typically the teams who use their home runs well, 
yada, yada, yada. But those teams would probably be better in a game that played five home runs and no outs. And, and then, or, or no, then I just think you start, to, you start to look at which of those E-teams now that, I mean, so take Hitman, fine. If we were the 12th team, is that team going to compete against all of those other potentially, let's say, four or five other teams that have now picked up three B guys or can pick up three B guys and all of those other C teams that did well? When you look at Smith and Checkin and how well they did throughout the year and they didn't get bumped, how does the Hitmen do? How do some of these other teams do going into C's? I think so, I think you do see a, a great big gap happening. Yeah, and that's not that's not going at my guys. We're gonna battle with anybody that we're playing, but when you look at the consistency of placing, yeah. those teams are just built for it differently. Yeah, at the, at the same time though, you see those I mean those other teams you you beat year after year. So now you have to make the adjustments to mm-hmm. to play in the next level up. And that's not always gonna be going out and getting three B guys. You're in the northeast. You now have last year it was platinum fire us and smash it. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, then you you went out to Maryland. I mean, and that was from a year prior where there was there was seven B teams or five, five or six B teams that are national, right? This year you're gonna have bad beat guys and and smoke guys. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Then how does that affect how does that affect us going to nationals then? So nationally, that affects that. Okay, affects and that's more of seasons. yeah. But, that's more but, what I'm looking at is a national yeah. thing. I know I brought but, Smith and checking, but those are two teams around here. Uh-huh. But two teams around here that we expect to do well in Florida, right? Do so, have B bumps, and and I think and I think that's where it comes down to. They looked at D to C at a national uh, or not at a regional level. Yeah. You know what I mean? They want to see more C teams, more of those D teams that were playing D. They want them to move their whole team up to C because they think if we start building the C up a little bit, then at least we can kind of, you know what I mean? We, we can grow the C division to be that, that middle tier where, where guys, we get the new teams that are going to be the young guys coming into E and D, and then they can move through up to D and C. Or or C and B. I'm very, um, I'm very curious. I'll be honest. I, like I think the two teams in New England. Like I'm looking at six with three and kind guy. I think they'll be able to compete at D. I think they'll be able to compete like six with three and kind guy. They both competed at D this year. Well, you know, I think yeah. six with three has to go pick up. You know, you know, one or two players to really solidify that, but. Uh, I think, I, I think they, both those teams to compete in the D level, they need to pick up C guys, right? Exactly. And that's the difference. And so that's, here's, yeah. so, so now let's get, now I'll play devil's advocate for you guys. I like that. Okay. So all these D teams that, that move to C, yeah. right. They, in our area, they can't pick up B guys, especially if the B teams are staying B. Correct. So now I isn't offer it Josh Moore stout. Now, isn't it now, now, isn't it good that U trip allowed, well, they they pushed people up into a division, play up all year, and now at the end of the year, they're allowing the guys who you can't pick up all year to play on your team at Worlds, so you can be competitive nationally. 
How many? Okay, I see what oh. you're saying, but then what does that do to the team the next year right? when those look, guys are now look, pissed Gero, off? Look at that! I look at the you! <laughs> Stop it! But now three B guys <laughs> just got put on my team. How many people are pissed off and the team folds next year? Hold on, but it's it's. But if it, you're at C, you're just picking you're, up it, guys. It, it, yeah, it's so if, you, if you're at the, the C guys. level, yeah, if if you're at the C level, I think you're not really going to worlds to just go and have fun. Uh-uh. I think you're going to worlds to, to win the world. You're tournament. not batting twelve. No, but I'm not dis- I'm not disagreeing with that. But aren't you pissed if you're so you're a B team? Aren't you pissed if I get that you're the coach, but they pick up a new an A pitcher and you just you've played all year now you're on the bench. I want to play first anyway. But, no, you're yeah, not playing. If I'm going, I watched V and his hey, knickers. You're out. But Hayes, I don't. But if, if I don't agree with you, or a C, if I'm going to a B or a C, you're not going there to, to just to 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 do as best as you can. You're going there to win that tournament. It's not yeah. no, and I'm not disagreeing with that. And don't you suck? get a little bit? Don't you get a little bit pissed off that oh. your coach saying they don't think that you're good enough? No, my coach th- the thinks it, that there's a better player than me to win. To win, then I'm gonna I'm gonna accept my role on the team. To like if I, if that's if that's, if that's set, but I think that that needs to be set at the beginning of the year. Like we okay, are that's doing fine. What we but, need, like transparency. Did we know at the beginning of the year that you were going to be able to pick up these C guys going into this year? I get so next year. It fine. sounds like it was a rule. Okay. Yeah. So like it was a, it was a rule. rules. Yeah, a lot yeah, of and, fucking teams and, did it, so it wasn't it wasn't like right. And, and and a lot of teams did it. And they did it throughout the year too. Like they would pull C guys on their D teams or B guys on their C teams. They would play very well in those early tournaments. And that's probably why they got bumped at the point in the year, like as a, as an NCC auto. I, I think if you're told at the beginning of the year, Hey, just a heads up. This is someone that we're planning on putting in this spot where you're playing. That's one thing. I still don't think it's going to sit well. I mean, no, so it's, it's just in human nature. You're no, not, you're going to be pissed off if someone at the end of the year says, by the way, thanks for doing everything all year, but we're going to put this guy in. No, we're still, gonna, we're still people. Yeah. Of course you're going to yeah. be upset. But at the end of the day, like the next if, year. Yeah. So if, but, but you got to realize in that moment that, I mean, I guess it's, it's like I said, it's got to be laid out at the, at the beginning of the year. Like, Hey, we are allowed to do this. So we, if we get the chance to do it, we are going to do it. And that could mean anything for the guys who are playing. If, but if your if your goal is the same as my goal, and I and, and it's going to be winning that tournament, then if like if someone if if someone tells me that like a pitcher that I know is much better than me is coming in to pit, to take my position, I mean, if I'm going down there to win that tournament, why would I say no? Because I think we're still supposed to have enough confidence in ourselves to think that we are the best person for that position. Of course. But if I, yeah. I mean, I, 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 the, I hasn't I'm proven with, on my team all year. He hasn't proven. I'm on, I'm on a B team. So I could like my team. If I had, if we had all B guys and a major pitcher came and said, I want to play on your team. I'm not, and I'm not pitching anymore on that team. Right. But you just said you're putting yourself to first. You have another spot yeah, to go because I can because I can. Yeah, but he's also. But he also know, but throughout the year. But, he also regardless, year, like proved himself to be okay. So we're, if we're going to use Dustin as the example here, Dustin hit offensively all year. Correct. I mean, you hit well this year. Correct. I mean, I, you're not a bat that's going to come out. Of the, well, it's yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, it's okay. I'm, you're not a bat that's going to come out of the line. So if you, somebody new is coming in, and now Dustin just gets moved from pitcher to somewhere else. 
but his bat's still there. Sure. If, 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 if a, if a, a better pitcher came in and, and somebody that was raking and hitting 900 and Dustin was hitting 700 all year, Dustin's going to find himself on the bench and I'm sure Dustin's ready to go try to win a fucking worlds with the best 10 guys he has. I think we're looking at it as GMs and not as actual humans. I just don't think, I don't think most people are going to just look at, we're going to Florida. Oh, I'm perfectly fine with that. I have a different I don't think background it, I, on it too. Like I look right. at it differently from my past. Well, that's it's, why I'm saying never that's, the, that's be... the professional athlete side, like professional sports. You're a specimen. We know. <laughs> look at Oh, wait, wait till you see me dance on a free famous. Right? And I think, and I think that that's where at the E and the D level, that's the separation. You're definitely making, you're definitely making a point where like, is, is the C guy you're picking up really going to change the game in this aspect? Maybe it is, but yeah, I, I like the E and the D level. I look at as maybe more recreationally. And, and, and that could be totally, I'm sorry that I, I said it. No, but I no, but I don't true. think you're saying it wrong. Like, I really right. don't. Because once you get into the B level, even in some of the C, the C teams, you're starting to see, like, significant money, right? And I think it, it kind of changes the game at that, that point. Well, then I think that's if, – if I'm getting paid to do it and at the end of the year not they even pay saying, someone else. Right, I'm not even saying that you're getting paid to do it, but, like – I mean, I guess, yes, if you're getting flown out, you're getting, you don't, you don't have to pay money to do things, then I guess you're getting paid to do it, right? That I can understand. If the sponsor is footing it all, and I'm not saying I'm going to Florida just to have a good time, but like, I, I'm, I'm thinking that most people would be pissed off. I don't think it's realistic to think that people would be like, let's, yeah, we want to win a world, but I'm going to be pissed off if my coach were going to Florida and two weeks before they're like, by the way, picked up someone that we think's better than you. Right. Do you think that that has happened to a lot of the guys who are top to mid on their, like in, in their team? Or do you think that that's like mostly like a cusp guys who are like, maybe they could start, maybe they, maybe they would. I, I don't know. Cause this is the first time that it's that we've even known you're allowed to do yeah. it. I'm just talking about for future years. Like that needs to be something where I think it needs to be said at the very beginning of the year. At the end of the year, we're able to pick up B guys. We are going to do that if it becomes available. We're letting everyone know now. I think that's yeah. one thing. I think the other. I think the other piece to this too is um, type of communication you have with one hundred within, and then the other piece of it. <laughs> if you get two weeks out of Worlds and you, if you you can have all the confidence in yourself as you want, if you haven't done a fucking thing all year. What, what, like, how can you be surprised that somebody's coming in to take your spot? I think if you haven't done anything all year, you're not in that spot by the end of it. Yeah, I mean, yes and no. You see plenty of teams where you still have guys that are in or out. Like, man, are they ride a wave where they're up and they're down? They're hitting the valleys, they're hot, they're cold, and they're still there just because it's, it's there, you know, and they don't pick other guys up. So I, 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 I just don't. Listen, it could have been anything, and I I have the most confidence in myself. I think I'm, well, if I'm 50 pounds lighter, I I don't think there's a better first baseman around, and that's my fucking confidence in me. But if somebody shows up, I still think it. Fuck, I think I'm a better first baseman than everybody, and that's in my head, and that's how I play. But if I have the right group of guys, I have the right team, and – Somebody comes in, coach has a good talk with me and tells me what the hell's going on. 
and and says, listen, X, Y, Z, this is where this is what's happened. Okay. And then you can then you can take it how you want. You can tell him to go fuck himself, which you probably will. You'll be pissed, but you have to adapt from there and then you make your own decision. But I think for the betterment of the team and D, I do agree with what you're saying where it's E and D. I think the top level, like the teams that get bumped, the teams that got the bump. I think those teams are all teams that can compete. And I wouldn't be surprised if somebody said, Hey, we brought somebody in. Here's, here's your body of work. We expected this out of you. You brought it here. We're bringing somebody in to do this. You still have an opportunity, but you're going to have to now work harder to get it back. So I think the biggest thing, and I, we're all in agreement on most of it. It's a yeah. communication thing. Oh, so that's, it's and like, I, and yeah. I, I think, so part of it is going to be in the, maybe it's just the three of us that didn't, but it seems like in the Northeast, people didn't know about this rule until the very end. I don't know fucking, I barely know the strike zone. I don't know any other fucking rules from there. <laughs> but no, I agree. I mean, I think we were all very surprised by it. Um, and definitely some people. So I think that, knew. yeah, I, I, and I think that that came from the uh, the teams getting frozen or locked Correct. or whatever, which is it, it's kind of it it it's bad when so it's always looked at as the Northeast does everything by the book, mm-hmm. right? As far as classifications and 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 this. It's bad that this was a rule that you were able to do, but also you allowed as like the, the top level, you also allowed team like directors regionally to lock their teams. Like that seems mm-hmm. crazy that oh. you're just allowing it to, to, to ha- like to happen both ways at the top. And you're not saying like, this is the way we're going to go. And this is the way we're not going to go. So I don't think it's any, anyone originally. I don't think like, we can all say like, you know, it sucks because our directors don't let us do it because we always, we always do it by the book. Right. right. But at the same time, like, why isn't the people, why aren't people above them telling them this is how it's going to be? Correct. Why do you even allow it to be two, two different ways? Like, That's the thing. This should have been a national announcement. I'm not Correct. looking locally, no. thinking anything about that. You're supposed to freeze a roster. If that's not the rule, then stop allowing. You're right. Stop allowing them to freeze the roster. You you know where I think rosters should be frozen. I mean, outside of, you know, I I think I saw it somewhere recently in the comments. I just peeked at, um, you know, 72 hours prior to Worlds. But I think after that World tournament is done, shouldn't be allowed to drop down. So, like, if you play in the Sea World, that roster is now frozen, and you cannot play another. U triple SA sanctioned, you know, whatever world event, whatever you want to say until the next season, you cannot now go drop down and play in the D tournament. I think you play your world tournament, your season is over in that type of, you can't go play another world is my, what I think is a fair thing to look at. Just what we thought it used to be. Right. Right. So, so it used to be that you would win a national, an NIT, whatever they, whatever that means. Like, so you would get, you would win an NIT, you would get a bid to the, to the world tournament, paid or not. And then you had three ads and three drops for the rest of the year. That's crazy. You imagine so winning NIT in April? Y- yeah. So, like, we, 
was it our 2016 year that we we won the end like we split with actually marvel the, the pirates guys. no it was oh, it was oh, uh, murderers murderers Row. Row. we split a championship with them and i don't know if i don't we think were that froze frozen. us no, I think but we got think the that bid, or I, it was like a really weird. They might have already had one. They they were just monsters that year to start. Right. Yeah, but it was like, um, but yeah, like you used to be able to just add three guys and just drop three guys, and I don't think you were able to pick up anyone from a higher level. It was like, or if you were frozen, you if you were frozen on a team, you couldn't drop down a level. That sounds familiar. Yeah, so you could still add like an E could add a D, but if you were on a D and you got frozen, you could not go to E. I think that's fair. Yeah, it's weird that they got away from that. I don't, and I don't know why. Maybe it was just because they decided like, okay, numbers are down at world tournaments, and maybe that's because teams feel like they don't have the players, so they're not coming. So now we're gonna, we're just gonna allow it to be open until three days before the tournament. I've mentioned it before. Maybe I'm wrong in it, but I, I don't remember it happening before this year. Someone mentioned it happened last year. It was a COVID thing. Teams were saying we weren't going to have enough guys. So they, and so they kind of let yeah, rosters would... be a little bit more fluid to get teams to go. I, I don't know. That's completely. That actually, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot talking... of sense. This David Wesson is Wesson is now a C player. Oh, I forgot he was even on your roster. I did <laughs> just looking at it. Yeah, it, <laughs> he might be. He might. He'll be able to to reclass because he if didn't he can find know, the paperwork. He was on the bench. He played him like he what three years. He was on the bench in a different part of Florida, like <laughs> even in the sun. No, it's it, it's interesting, and I think there's been a lot of good points. Um, like Hayes, I get what you're saying with everything. But like, like in life, like in, in, Jesus Christ, really, I'm going to get fucking philosophical here. I'm a huge communication guy, like whether it be work, relationships, softball, everything to have something successful, a, a successful team group, whatever you're going to have relationships, you have to have good communication. Um, I know what you're saying. Hayes. I get it. I, I think. I think we hit it where it is. It's a, it's the bigger issue where, and I think that was part of our issue when we were looking at these, these world tournaments too, wasn't, wasn't necessarily like the Northeast rosters were frozen and, and, and South Alabama shows up where they, they were kind of dispersed or other teams in other parts of the country. And then like New Mexico and Arizona were frozen. Uh, I think it was just different regions. And I, I know it was based upon if they had nationals or not, that's where rosters got frozen. But I think it was just, I think it starts here, right? And then goes down. And that's, I think, where the continuous, that's where a lot of, I believe, the frustration is. The top not being uniform spread across, right? I mean, I think that's kind of what we've come pretty much around to and what we've discussed here last month and a half on what we've been seeing. I think that's it is the accountability. I'm an old coach, communication and accountability not being held to every region. So it, when we're seeing one thing where Hick and, and, and Rhino and, and JB are doing it one way, the way that it's by the book, but then you're seeing other regions not doing nationals because you don't have to, to go to worlds or, or for whatever reason, you're not seeing the same thing. That's where frustration comes in in different areas. I 
I think they're all oddly they're all doing it by the book. The I don't book think anybody's trying to so fuck anybody. Amb- right? No, the book is yeah. so ambiguous. I think Correct. that's the problem. Yeah, and I think that's the what website you're it starts. It starts up here, and then like everything so, comes down, right? Like so, interpretation yeah. gets different. Well, it used to be even more. It was less about interpretation, Dustin. I don't know if you remember when when you started playing. The website was different, and it used to have you could look up every single tournament super easy in terms of how many points it was worth, whether it was a bid, what a frozen roster meant. And now that stuff, if it's on there, it's become much more difficult to find. Things are not as clear. And so it, it it's not saying anyone did anything maliciously, but it just became like, it's if it's harder to understand, then people just stop trying to understand it. Yeah. And then it's easy to complain Makes sense. because that's, again, what we do, but we that's how we have a podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm back. I'm back, yeah. bitches. It's like, I complain a bunch about softball, but I love playing it. So it's, um, no, I, I think here for the zombies. <laughs> well, we started, we started off down that path again tonight. It was Holy a great start to the episode. Let me just talk softball. We started out with R. Kelly. And then we got into we, French foreign films. We went in hard. I didn't know how that was. And then was we gonna, got into supporting kids. <laughs> From there. You guys talked about that was my part. That was movies. my favorite part. Yeah. With, with the fucked up movie, have you guys, have either of you seen uh, Human Centipede? Because I have yes. not. I've oh, not, yeah. It's not bad. I've heard of it. It's not it's bad. okay. It's not really that fucked up. It's not as, no. I, I And I didn't bother with the second it's or third. It's saw of shocking movies. I would will. say closer to hostile. Okay. It's the hostile. Eh, yeah. It's more graphic. Martyrs. Hostile's more graphic. So if you want to watch fucked up movies, I tend to love I, don't. I yeah, tend to love else. the French. The French do a very good job. And surprisingly <laughs> so, the Koreans do an amazing job. Uh, Korean- Train to Busan. Did you watch that? No, I need uh yes, I did. Great movie. Jack- that was go. Japanese, wasn't that? No, it's Korean. That was Promise. Korean. Yeah, it's the same guy that did the show Hellbound. What I've was been it? watching. What, I watched Butcher? Squid Game. Does that count? Yeah, hey, I just game, finished yeah. it. I don't know why OC hates it so much. That's a great show. Because he only it's intellectual. Likes the wire. Well, the wire is great too. They can both be good. They can both be like good, it. but he only likes the wire. I, I finished Squid Game out to Vegas. So Squid Game is have, I, I, I enjoyed it. it. Have I we reached it. the point where we can talk about it and we don't have to worry? It's a spoiler thing. People uh, have had plenty of time. Well, we yeah. know what. Here's it's the thing. Post Christmas, can we? Yeah, but listen, Fremont Street. I'm gonna have to watch it up. again because yeah. I get to a point where I just forget things. <laughs> All right, so Fremont d- Street is starting to pick up. I and need it to should, check you a should be picks. there already. I, I need to moisturize my legs, and I'm ready to go dance. All right, buddy. So, we're, we're so you moisturize your legs before you. Go I was dance. in the I was in the pool. Yeah, you're dry for out. four or five hours today. A lot of like, chlorine. Oh, that yeah. chlorine is eating, yeah, that's it's I mean, eating at your skin right now. This actually might be a Korean horror film. <laughs> our executive producer is taking her second nap of the evening. <laughs> oh, you got plenty of time. What time is it? Six, what time is there? I'm on I'm on I'm on two and a half hours of sleep. I finally went to sleep at about two, two thirty last night. I woke up at four forty-five. Um, yeah, so I I need uh Listen, my monster's about gone. My drinks are gone. My electrolyte is gone. I need to get fucking going. Otherwise, I'm going to be with my monster for sure. All right, buddy. So, Enjoy that. Hey, thanks for everybody. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Have a great one. Enjoy the Enjoy it. Enjoy time. See ya.
стране.